bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and I will be playing Sam Faluge. This is Jeremy, and I am playing Julian Illix. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Jer Lan. And this is Johnny, and I'm playing Chime. <laughs> and this is Jordan, and I am the GM. And it's funny enough that the last campaign, Jeff was the one who always had to look up the name of his character. <laughs> now, I was planning ahead this time. I was, I've been I sitting here staring at it. Sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. We're getting off to a good start. So today is the very first post-prologue episode. Like, this is the beginning of season one of uh, our new campaign. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. We're going to go ahead and say that a few days have passed since the events of the prologue. If I remember correctly, Chime's office burst into flames when... And I was put on administrative leave. Yes, when one of his uh, fire elemental, one of the people that you were counseling... Yeah. Out processing. Yes. Had an incident. Meltdown. Yes, meltdown is accurate. <laughs> meltdown, yeah. And flare up. Flare up. Yeah. Flare up. Meltdown. <laughs> and jump to a different body. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jerilyn is a firefighter, so he was called to the scene. Uh, Julian was actually there trying to track down some information about uh, an arsonist. Mm-hmm. That he suspects is a fire elemental. Yes. And Sam, you were there because you were, like, looking for help finding a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that scene was taken care of, then Jer, Sam... Well, Jer showed up at uh, Julian's place yeah. to further discuss his... Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Sam decided to flat-out murder someone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then walk away. Needed to happen. Needed to happen. <laughs> it was pretty horrible. <laughs> did Sam decide or did Shade decide? We both decided. It was a shady decision. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> it, it was it was mutual. Yeah. That's even scarier. Yeah. Was it truly mutual or do you just think it's mutual because you're Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What has everybody been up to during that time frame? Putting out fires. Putting out fires. Saving people. Has there been a lot of fires? No. No? Just small little flare-ups in people's homes. One time, my wife and I were driving through a parking lot of a grocery store, and someone had tossed a cigarette into the mulch. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that was on fire, so... We were like dumping water bottles on it, trying to put it out. And then we had to actually call the fire department. It's like, hey, yeah, there's some bushes on fire down here. So, very dry summertime. So, I imagine that, you know, you guys are dealing with that kind of issue as well. Well, not so much, but yeah, small things like that that aren't really. They're not five alarm fires. Endangering 
lives, but they need to be put out before they do get to the point of endangering lives. How many lives. kittens did you rescue? That was my next question. <laughs> no kittens. No kittens. Because we discovered last time that pets are heavily regulated by yes. the council. Not very many people have them. Mm-mm. Except for that poor child. That poor child. <laughs> Suddenly with a cat. Is it a fair trade? Time will tell. <laughs> Doubtful. How about you, Chime? What have you been doing in your time off? Just trying to come to grips mainly with what happened. The, with my fear of fire elementals and that one just going psycho like that. I tried to call my brother and there was no response. Okay. So I've mostly been sitting in my house. Did we say you lived in uh, barracks, or do you have your own residence? I have my own residence in the city. Okay. It's not far from base. We said base is towards center of town, right? That's good. Yes. Mm -hmm. How about you, Sam? Did you murder anybody else? Nope. Sam's been laying low. Yeah? Trying not to draw attention to myself. Doing what I do best. Merkin. No, (laughs) hiding. Hiding. Being quiet and sneaky sneaky. How about you, Julian? Julian would have just done more investigating. I don't know where you were taking the campaign, but I have a feeling that he's been getting stonewalled by the military as far as they're very tight-lipped about information regarding that fire elemental. So he's going to temporarily, I guess, put that investigation on hold and has spent like the last day um, doing more research into trying to find Aelin. His daughter, who she was taken by, and where she might have ended up. Okay. So, we're going to go ahead and say that it is late at night. You are actually on shift at the fire department, mm-hmm. Geraldine. Fair enough. And the alarm goes off. It is time for you to go fight the fire. Go into the fire. Yes. You are called to a nicer part of the district. Uh, it's not far from the military base, but it, it's a townhouse that has is completely ablaze. And it's not a small townhouse. It's actually, it looks like it belongs to someone who is actually rather wealthy. Okay. So not me. No. Not China. Is there, like, people around watching? Oh, yes. Yes. The, there are crowds that are, right. are milling around. and. So I guess me and... The other guys on my team would go over and ask if anyone was still in there and start setting up the hose and all that good fun stuff. Okay. Your chief actually comes over and he tells you to that he needs you to actually go into the building and make sure that there are any survivors. Okay. So I get my mask on and spray pack with the water so okay. I can get through doorways and whatnot. No. Your mask, I'm assuming at least to a tank. Does it like have an air elemental in the tank or something like that? Or No, just compressed oxygen. Okay. Plain old compressed oxygen. <laughs> That's so boring, though. It's so safe. It's so safe. <laughs> so safe. It's not even funny. Like, no, we wouldn't... Compressed oxygen, not compressed air. Yeah. Well, yeah, compressed air. It's just an air tank. Oxygen is rather explosive. You don't want to carry that into a fire with you. <laughs> Breathable air. <laughs> Breathable air. Okay, cool. You get ready to go into the, the burning house. It, <clears throat> it is a complete conflagration. Every There are flames coming out of the windows. It's a three-story townhouse. Mm-hmm. You can just tell that it's gone up like smoke. Bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's going up. It's gone up like a match. Really. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going up really quickly. Depending on how quickly would determine whether or not anyone would go in there. Because if it's going up too quickly, we'll just have to do what we can from the outside. If it's still structurally contained. sound and can reasonably contained, then we can go in there. And it appears to be sound for the moment. Until you walk in. No. And, and, <laughs> and the building does 20d damage. <laughs> <laughs> 20d damage. I rolled an 82. <laughs> Alright, so I go in there. It will be safe for you. Fire axe in hand. Okay. <laughs> An extra mask in case someone's unconscious from smoke. Okay, sounds good. You're going through the, the room by room. There's a very nice sitting room that's on fire. Yeah. It has a piano <laughs> that's on fire. Oh. But somehow it's still playing. Yeah, it's a player piano. There are the dining room is ablaze, um, but it doesn't look like the fire started like in the dining room or the kitchen or anywhere like that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make an investigation roll. That's not high enough. It's not a bad roll though. No, it's not. Yeah, twelve. Okay. Yeah. So you are able to hear some noises coming from upstairs. It sounds like you can hear very faintly. All right, so I go upstairs. Okay. Being cautious Okay. about the stairs. Go ahead and make me a roll for the stairs. 20D. <laughs> what am, am I physique? You're trying to step soft. So reflexes. Yes. To okay. make sure that like the steps are stable underneath your foot. That is not nearly as good. Seven. Okay. Uh, as you're going... You can feel some weak spots, and you'll just have to be careful coming back down. Yeah. It seems like the carpet is actually starting to like have wisps of smoke come out of it, um, which is a real shame because it was a very nice carpet. You don't see these every day. And it sounds like when you get up to the second level, you hear it. It sounds like it's coming from a door at the end of the hallway. Mm. Go down and try to open the door. Uh, the door is not blocked. So it's not closed? No. It's, no, it's it not like... It sounds like someone's coming from in there. You're able to, to turn the knob and push the door open. Oh, I'm going to use a knob. Yeah, well, <laughs> the door is not obstructed. But if you want to gratuitously destroy the door... <laughs> no, if I don't have to destroy the door, I'm not going to destroy the door. It's just wasting time. Okay. So you're able to go, I go and there's, the room and... Uh, there's an older man there. All right. He's not very tall. He's... He seems to be, like, gasping for air. Like, it, All right. it, it's it's running out pretty quickly. Well, I go over and put my extra mask on okay. his face so he can try to breathe regularly and help me help him out. Okay. I ask him if there was anyone else in in the house as I start helping him move. Or, well, first I ask him if he can walk. I think I'll be all right with just, just some help. All Get right. Me. Is there anyone else... In the house, I'm not quite sure. I think there might have, I, I think there might have been a burglary happening. Okay. Well, let's get you out, and then I'll come back and. Okay. Go ahead and um, make me a physique roll to help, car- like, kind of help carry him down the Ooh, stairs. Nice. Nice. Twenty. You are very able to help him down the stairs. All right. I get him outside and take him over to 
where people can help him. And okay, you're a firefighter, not a paramedic, correct? Yes, yes. firefighter. So you do see some paramedics over to the side, and you're able to get him over to them just fine. Yeah. You said you're going to go back into the house. Yeah. So take care of him. I'm going to go back in. He said there might have been someone else inside. Okay. I don't really know where I I would begin looking because I don't know the layout of the house. Okay. You've already searched the first floor, right? First floor? Kind of. You heard him on the second floor. There's also yeah. a third floor. I'll go back to the second floor and check the other rooms just in case if there were any other rooms. There's. It looks like a, another bedroom on that floor. Okay. Well, is there anyone in there? No. All right. It looks like it looks like a kid's room, like okay. uh, some toys. And I will head to the top floor, okay. being cautious on the stairs again. Okay. Oh. That failed. <laughs> How far does he fall? I mean, I'm heading towards the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentionally. Yeah. yeah. He rolled a zero. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it was... Yeah, it's wonderful when you have 2D and something. Yeah. Just so at least get a you, one. If you have two D, you need to have at least a plus, so you definitely do not get a zero. As a side note, Jeff is not a proponent of the pips in the Open D six system. That requires math. It, yeah. 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 Math can save your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'm dying care. young. I guess I'm dying young. My character is definitely not dying young. He's already two hundred forty-one years old. <laughs> Well, Jeff, Jeff is not dying young either. So what happens, though, is like about halfway up the stairs, going up to the third floor, one of the steps is completely burned through. Mm-hmm. And so as you step on it, it just completely collapses, and you fall down with one of your feet like stuck through the border. You're stuck all the way to your knee. Okay, mm-hmm. so I will fire. use my physique to get out. Your physique? Yeah. He is. Oh, that's oh, not bad. 12. It's 12. Okay, yeah. You're able to pull your leg free. I guess you'll know to avoid that one next time. Yes. Yeah. Right. And you continue upstairs. Yeah, do I need to roll again? Not to get up the stairs. Okay. Uh, but you will need to roll investigation. A perception. Yeah. I thought this was the, the good, the good wild Well, guy. he's rolled four sixes and two ones. <laughs> yeah. They've all been sixes or ones, though. That's... I, I just rolled another one on my wild die. And this is a two die check. Yeah. Yeah. So after this session, Jeff, put plus one in everything. <laughs> <laughs> you have enough character points to do so. <laughs> so you don't end up with zero. Yeah. yeah. You're able to see that there's a hall. There's like three or four doors. Well, it makes sense that there would be a lot more smoke. And yeah. I will go through and check the doors as I come across them. And okay. Uh, the first door on the left is locked, or it's it's not able to open. I pound on it and yell, is there anyone in there? You can't hear anything. I move on. Okay. Uh, the next door is on the right. Mm-hmm. It opens some, but there's a bit of resistance to it. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my physique to push it. Okay. Here's another oh, six. So listen, we gotta get I'm telling you all, but all sixes are one. That's pretty, I mean, at 18. 
You're able to push it <laughs> to side. More sixes than ones. Yes. I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> so I might only get the door open. <laughs> You're able to get the door open. And it wasn't being... Held. It wasn't being held in place by, like, a person leaning against the door. Okay, good. It was a desk. Someone was hiding. Someone had pushed the desk out. Barricaded it. Yeah. Like, like All right, out of the so way. I'm looking for someone in the room. Hey, hey not a six or a not one. Not a six hey. or a one. <laughs> but it ended up being six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like the fire is really bad in this room. It's it's like this is the, the worst that you've seen the fire. Is coming from this room. Is the window open? No. Is there a window? No. Okay. Because you said it was a townhouse, right? It is right? a townhouse, so, so it's, it's got things on each side, like it's different houses. Completely on each side. interior yeah. room. Uh, but in addition to the desk, you can see like um, an office chair. It looks like there's a cork board on the wall. Do I see any bodies? Yes. All right. I go over and grab the body. Okay. Fireman's carry. This body looks weird. Doesn't matter. I'm taking it out. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, we're a one. one. <laughs> a one. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. Why do we? Point. Why do we have Jeff kicking on this campaign? <laughs> <laughs> this is not bode well for the rest of this. Yeah, no. Setting the tone. So I missed trying to get him up the first time. Okay. <laughs> It actually, it's it's weird. There's like some kind of resistance to the body. To the body. I guess I'll search around the body, see if it's being held down by anything or like pinned down, pinned down somehow. Okay. When you look, it doesn't appear like the body is pinned down, but you can tell that they're like laying on the floor um, in front of it. It looks like a safe. Open or closed? Closed at the moment. Okay. But from about the chest down. The body looks fine, but the head and the shoulders and the arms, the arms are laying stretched out towards the safe. It looks like a mummy, desiccated, shriveled, completely dried out, teeth are missing. You can see like the skin is, is, has turned black. Um, part of it is peeled away. You can no lips on the face, the ears are gone, no hair. The clothes don't look like on the top part of the body, it doesn't look like the clothes have been touched by the flames. It looks like they're, it looks like they're really old. That's weird. He's obviously gone, and if I can't get him up a second after a second attempt, he's gonna stay. Okay. And we'll hey, just, a hey, six. A six. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you rolling for? My physique. Pick to, up. to pick him up, to, to attempt to pick him up again. You're able to do so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to take him out of the house now. Okay. Be careful on those stairs. Yeah. Uh, uh, should I roll physique. roll physique for carrying him through the house? Or reflexes. Or oh, no. my reflexes uh, to get down those stairs. Oh, no. You shouldn't have said that. Oh, no. Uh, ah, it's a four. Seven. I rolled a seven. That's good enough to get down those stairs. You've had training on how to get downstairs while carrying a body. Uh, All right. That's a dark statement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but it is something they're trained for. Yeah. 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 It is definitely something they're trained for. 
Do I need to roll again for the second set of stairs? No, no, okay, we'll good. allow you to. to <laughs> Woo! You yeah, stop, stop making a right, roll, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> but now you all, now you have to work with the other firefighters to put out the blaze. Yeah. So use your firefighting skill. Yep. You're going to need three successes for this. So you said, do you actually have a firefighting skill? Yes. Do I? We didn't write one down, no, but... I mean, you can always use your access to water. See, but I'm trying to keep that secret. Okay, fine. That's fair. So... Your target number is going to be 12 for this. Okay. Roll my physique. Coordination. I would say, yeah, coordination. I would say coordination makes the most sense. Because you're yeah. coordinating with the... You're trying to... Yeah, you're manipulating the fire hose. The... Yeah. Okay, so you, we'll say that we'll make a track three... Successes, three failures. You said it's uh, target number 12? Yes. Yeah. Eight. So that's two failures. This is not going to happen. <laughs> not happening. No. Oh, gosh. Four. It's two failures. It's three failures. That's three failures. Well, so you used all your sixes already. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to actually say that the other firefighters were able to get the blaze out. <laughs> that's fair. He's also I'm exhausted from carrying bodies yes. and being in the heat. Alright, so the fire is out. So now it's time to ask questions and investigate and see what actually started the blaze. Yes, well, first assumption after my previous conversations with uh, Julian over there, and based on the state of the second body I found, mm-hmm. it was a fire elemental. You think so? I think so. Okay. Do you report that to the chief? No, because I'm not the official investigator for the fire department. I don't do the whole finding out where it started. and. Yeah, but they would interview you at some point. Well, yeah, and I would tell them that the body was stuck to the floor somehow. Okay. And the top, they could see that the top half is charred and... Bottom half is fine. ...in very bizarre condition. And the bottom half looked reasonably normal. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be a whole lot to tell other than... There it is. Yeah. He was reaching toward a safe, I guess. So, at this point, one of your other firefighters says to you, Hey, the old man that you helped out, he wants to talk to you. Alright. I'll go over. So you go over and he's still there. He's got um, the cup uh, for to breathe yeah. in oxygen. And he's got a blanket around his shoulders. And he's sitting on the, on the ground. And it looks like he's only really suffered some smoke inhalation. That's what I thought. Yeah. But being old, it was terrifying trying to get out of the house by yourself. Yeah. He's not just sitting on the ground. He's actually sitting on a pillar of ground that has been raised up out of the, out of the earth. He, he takes down off his mask and he, and he says, Thank you so much for your help. Yeah, of course. Are you feeling all right? I, I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm, I'm doing all right. I think I know you. I do have a one of, one of those faces that, that looks like someone that they've seen before. I, I get that all the time. Trust me, I get that all the time. Jer? I don't know who you're talking about. Weren't you a part of emotions to you? Weren't you a part of healing hands? Again, I don't know what you're talking about. And now you're going to make a deception roll? Yeah, so that that's under... Under presence. Under presence. Okay. Yeah. Under presence. For this, we're going to go ahead and say that uh, we're 
we're going to oppose with willpower. Mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't have willpower, he has presence, so... So it's presence versus presence. Yeah. What'd you get? I got six. Fifteen. He got 20d damage. <laughs> Fifteen. No, I... I remember. I... I'm spending character points. <laughs> I will spend multiples of this to hide. No, you want to spend character points or fate points? You cannot okay. spend fate, fate, fate points. Oh, that's you already rolled. Before. Yeah. Yep. Character right. points get you another D to roll. Uh, oh. Oh my gosh, Jeff. Yeah, two yeah. sixes okay. in a row. 18. That's three points higher than what I got. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. I used to know someone who looked a lot like you. Like I said, I just have one of those faces. He was very similar to you in temperament as well. He was always looking to help people. It's just my job. I don't care about you. <laughs> this, this is what I get paid to do. I just have the strength to move people around and I'm not afraid of fire. So. Alright, well... I'm glad you're doing all right. Thank you. Just, just let me shake your hand. Don't do it. <laughs> I still have gloves on. Yeah. Shake your hand and you take I... twenty D of damage. <laughs> shake his hand. <laughs> have a good day. Thank you. Or a better day. No, I don't know how it can be better. Just my name is Gaspar Neri. And we're going to go ahead and take a quick break there. Hey there, my name's Anthony, and I run an actual play podcast called Deep Fried Dice, where we play role-playing games. On Deep Fried Dice, we like to explore our imaginations and tell strange stories in alternate worlds, funny fantasies, and sort of epic fiction. Twice a week, we play games using genres and systems on the less-traveled side of role-playing in the hopes of showing off the flexibility this hobby can provide. If you like tabletop games, bad jokes, and hearing stories, then come listen to us at www.deepfrieddice.com. And we're back. Gaspar Neri. Gaspar Neri. G-A-S-P-A-R-N-Y-R-I. He, he's going to come back. Yeah, especially if he's already got the name spelled out and written down somewhere. You know he's a... Drat. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I can't spend character points on building my character because I use, have to use them to hide. <laughs> <laughs> These are choices you make in life. Yeah. You could have said, Phil? Phil, Ned, I haven't seen you in Ned Ryerden? I <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen you forever. The sad <sighs> truth is, Gaspar Neri is somebody that you recognize from the old days. Decades ago? Yes. As far as I know, Healing Hands is almost dissolved completely at this point from the death of, of Alexander Turin. Right. Redneck's near. Redneck's here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Redneck's are here. Yeah, that's the, the name you gave them. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and jump over to Julian's character because you've heard of another fire. very suspicious fire. Uh, you said it was late late at night. Yeah, we'll say that this is the next morning. The next morning, okay. Because yeah. right. yeah. I was thinking, how would he have heard? Yes, <laughs> there's a little bit of a time jump, but it's, okay. it's now the next morning. You, you have a police scanner, and Julian would hop on the 
hop onto the train, the, the mono rail, the mono boat, <laughs> the aqua rail, the aqua rail. Yeah, aqua the aqua rail. I like that. We're writing that down. <laughs> and head over to the center of town. From like we said, Julian lives on the north side. That's right. Yeah. Now you do have uh, someone that you know who works on the fire department. And they might be able to get you past the yellow tape and into the into the actual scene, so you can have a a better look around. First, he would go over and check out the scene just to see, so he has some knowledge of what it looks like there, and so he has some specific things to ask. Right. So he's going to go check out the, the scene of the fire first. So it looks like, in addition to the the one that, that Gaspar Neri was in, it does appear that the ones on either side of the house were actually damaged fairly substantially as well. The fire um, took a long time to get... Under control. Under control. And now, now, like, there are cleaning crews that are going through and making sure that that all the, the rubble and everything that had fallen down into the street has been clear, is getting cleared away. Fire probably would have been out a lot faster if somebody had failed a roll. <laughs> Three times Three in times. a row. <laughs> um, so he's going to look for any members of the fire department that might be there. Okay. There is an investigator there who's, who's going through the house. A, a fire marshal? Yeah, fire marshal. Okay. Yeah, going through. Going through and checking out the investigation parts of it. Trying to find the start of the fire and pyro forensics. Yeah, pyro forensics. That's the one. So he's he would try and approach that person. Okay. Easy enough. Okay. Man, woman. It is a man, roughly middle aged, bulbous red nose, glasses. You can tell from the temples, like the temples, they're wearing a helmet, but you can tell from like their temples that their hair is uh, graying in color. I'm pretty sure he's describing someone from our church. Who <laughs> <laughs> actually is a firefighter? He's actually a firefighter. <laughs> okay. I actually, for a lot of the characters, like NPCs, I'll go through and I'll randomly look up celebrities or uh, people and then use the, those pictures to get descriptions, to, to write descriptions from. All right, so uh, Julian walks up to him and says, uh, excuse me, sir. Yes, can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm Julian Illix. I'm investigating some suspicious fires in the area recently and uh, this one came across my desk this morning. I'm just wondering if you had any conclusions as far as the the start of the fire yet, or is this still too early on in your particular investigation? It's a little early. Uh, it looks like, from what we can tell, the fire started upstairs. Uh, so you see that that third floor. It actually started in an interior office up there. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it was reported to you. Do you know how hot this fire was? Was it just like your standard house fire, or was it burning a little bit hotter than, than normal? I mean, there had to be a pretty big fire looking at the damage. Yeah, here. the speed the speed that the fire started was incredibly fast. It, it does seem like it was um, hot. <laughs> it was very hot. It was, and lo, it was hot. <laughs> it was much heated. <laughs> I know, I know nothing. No, about, I know nothing about fire, so I have to investigate fire and come up with all these questions. And find out. <laughs> okay, Johnny, quick, look up a list of accelerants so I can use one of them. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe we should have looked up some... Uh... <laughs> the troubles with playing roles that you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. This is why authors do their homework when writing books. What's Mike Karkoff's email address? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry, Mike, if you're listening to this uh, episode, we don't know I'm your going job. to butcher your job. <laughs> yeah, you're going to butcher his job. I'm going to butcher his job. I think I'm responsible for this yes. atrocity. We apologize to all firefighters out there. Yes. <laughs> we are paper pushers, computer coders. School teachers and furniture movers. Yes, we're much more furniture. familiar with wielding fantasy swords rather than fighting, fighting fires. fires. So you're asked, you want to know if there's some kind of accelerant? Well, what he would do, and I, I can't find anything. You know, sounds good. So I'm just gonna make up something. Okay. Um, <laughs> fantasy firefighting. Yeah. So he says, well. Just to let you in on a little bit of what I've been investigating, these suspicious fires have been reported to have the use of an accelerant. However, um, I'm sure you can know that most accelerants, if they're used, they sort of dictate how hot the fire is going to burn as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it has been reported that a substance that the council has banned, GX35, has been used as the accelerant in these fires. However, you know GX35 doesn't burn that hot. These fires have burned a whole lot hotter. So, I'm gonna give you my information here and he hands him one of his business cards. Um, and he says, just if you could just do me a favor, as soon as you find out if GX35 was used or not, let me know. That would help me tremendously in my investigation. Second thing, do you know which station reported first on this on this call because i would like to talk to the ones that were actually here during the blaze uh yes i do know um and he gives you the address for the station where jared land works all right he says uh, well thank you very much sir a gx35 don't forget i won't i won't although i haven't seen a gx35 fire for maybe three years so if it's out there again, then we definitely need to make sure that it's only used for its proper military implementations. All right. Yeah. For the council. For the council. And he says it just like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a fanatic. <laughs> it's the official farewell for all government employees, sir. Government interactions. <laughs> yeah, get the heebie-jeebies right there. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to play in the fantasy uh, equivalent of communist Russia, so... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's where we're at. <laughs> All right, so I guess you would head over to the station. You're going to go ahead and head, uh, go to the station. Okay. So it gets back on the... What do we call it? The Aqua Rail? Yes, the Aqua Rail. Um, Which is a cool name, actually. Actually, it's probably... It might not even be that far. No, it's from, not. So... See, I'm envisioning for this world, this city, that your middle class, lower class people are going, that is their only mode of transportation. Yes. And it's only the very wealthy that have Carriages, personal, like, vehicle the, yeah, type yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he probably just would just hoof it over to the fire station. Okay. 
since it's so close rather than get on the... It's not a bad walk. It's only about a half an hour's walk. So you get to the fire station. I would imagine that you have some tasks that you have to get done after the fire. Yeah, it depends on which shift I was on, whether I'd be there or not. You were not on the outgoing shift when the fire started. You were on the incoming shift. Okay, so I'd be finishing my day. Okay. Cleaning up. Having actually never been in a fire station before, I'm going to walk into the... uh... (laughs) (laughs) It was actually receptionist desks. Okay. Really? Yeah. (laughs) At least the one that I've been in. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to walk into the front desk. (laughs) Okay. uh, Present my credentials. Yeah, my name is Julian Alex. I heard you guys had a quite interesting fire last night. I'd like to talk to someone who was one of the first responders towards this fire. Okay. Um, there's still a few who are on shift, so I'm sure that if you wait outside the, the truck phase, then you'll be able to uh, interview them as they leave. Okay, because you provide me a list of names? Sure. One is Fire McFireton. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, no. That's going in the log. Fire. <laughs> He's the bookkeeper. Fireton. <laughs> no, not much. And uh, um, also, there's Jared Land. Oh, Jared Land. There's also. They <laughs> rattles off a few more. Yeah, things. so he, he's got the list and. Uh, Gonna just okay. Thank you very much, and walk around towards the open bay. See if you can, since he recognizes Jerryland's name. Yes. See if you can actually see Jerryland in the bay milling around. Go ahead and make a perception roll. Perception. I would imagine it's a fairly easy roll to make. Mm, Roll the one on the wild die, which took away my six. Uh, so I got a three plus... Two. I got a five. That's what you needed. Yay! <laughs> and I rolled to see if I was actually in the bay. And I was. <laughs> you see your um, new acquaintance that you just met a few days ago working in the in the bay. Maybe he'll just call out to him. He's like, hey, Jer. Jer Land, right? Uh, yeah. No. No, I'm... <laughs> Uh, yeah, who is it? It's me, Julian. Oh, hey, what's up, Julian? He says, yeah, so uh, here you had an interesting night last night. Yeah, we had a fire. Nothing too out of the normal. Uh, that's when I need to ask some questions about to make sure it's not too out of the normal, doesn't fit in with what I've got going on. All right. You got a moment? Uh, sure, yeah. I'm nearing the end of my shift, so. Um, so first thing, I'm curious... The damage looked pretty extensive. Yeah, I was one of the guys that went in to help bring people out. And you brought somebody out? I brought two. Well, one person, one body. Okay. The body was a little weird, though, I must say. The body was weird? Yeah. How how so? Well, the top half was desiccated and burned, and the teeth, you said the teeth were missing? It was essentially mummified, yes. Like charred, burned, looked aged. I don't know, but from just under the arms down, it was reasonably normal looking. Well, that is weird. And it stuck to the floor. That's the really weird part. The other part can be explained by dehydration and the heat. A uh, defined line between top and bottom. That's that's pretty weird. Well, I mean, like the the way that it was dried out and 
Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, first thing that's weird. Yes. How hot was this fire? You were in you were in the midst of it. I guess maybe it had cooled down by the time I got there, but it didn't feel any different from a normal fire. All right. What's the name of this guy that you actually pulled out? Uh, the that one that like... was living or the one that was dead? Both, if you got it. The one that was living was Gaspar Nier- Neary. Just don't mention my name around him. It's a thing. Just please do me a favor and don't mention that I'm the one you talked to. Okay. And the other guy, we haven't gotten an ID on him yet. Um, his teeth were, they, were missing, and we couldn't really tell about his face. Were they found together? No. The old man, Gaspar, he was he was on the second floor, and the, the mummy was on the third floor. He was in front of a, a safe, reaching out to it. Hmm. But he stuck to the floor. That's the part that gets me. Could you tell where the fire was started, or what might have caused the fire? I don't know. I was... Trying to get out. Oh, fair enough. I mean, the blaze was the most fierce in the room where the, the body was, but other than that, okay, no real indications one way or the other that I can recall off the top of my head. Well, uh, I've talked to the fire marshal at the scene already who was investigating, trying to figure out what exactly went on, and I've asked him to give me some information as soon as it comes to him. Because um, I've told you that if it is a part of this other string of fires... Yeah, another then... weird thing. Uh, the body was barricaded in. I guess he pushed the desk up against the door so no one could get in. Huh. That That is interesting. Don't quite understand that one. Okay, yeah. But anyway, as, as I was saying, I've already talked to the fire marshal. I'm sure... He'll come by if he hasn't already to interview you guys. I've asked him to give me some very specific information from his findings. I don't really need you to mention that information to him specifically, but just kind of gauge him if he's if what he's his findings are, if they are making sense or they seem very far fetched. As opposed to what? I don't, I don't. I mean, you know fires. Yeah. You would know if what he has concluded as the cause, the details of that fire, if that was making sense with what you saw or not. Okay. Because as before, when the details of these other fires come out, they seem pretty far-fetched. Like, there's no way that could have happened. And this particular fire marshal seems very, very in line with the council. (laughs) I don't know. Some people are just weird. I'll keep an ear open for if he says anything that sounds stupid. Yeah, so I'm going to go try and follow up on some other leads. Um, sounds like you'll be getting off shift Yeah. pretty soon. Long night. I'm beat. All right. Swing by my place if you find out anything else. All right. Will do. Have a good day. All right, you too. All right. Let's go ahead and talk to Chime. I rolled an 82. <laughs> yes, you rolled an 82. Aaron, what were you going to say? The 82's in the log. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Chime. Yes. You get a call from some of your, one of your co-workers 
asking if you had brought some files home. No, everything that all my active files have were either in my office or I turned them in when I was put on leave. Okay. Um, I mean, I do have some inactive files here, but I just haven't gotten around to bringing back to the office yet. Okay. Something particular you're looking for that I can help you with? Well, it's just that two or three of the files that you have listed on your on your roster as active aren't in your filing system. We were going to go ahead and call those individuals to to make sure that everything was processing well for them on their on their exit and we just haven't we we can't seem to find them. I turned in uh I had four open files that I turned in that I had here at my home that I turned those into the registrar two days ago. So you're saying that the registrar should have them? They should, yes. That's why I was told to turn in all my active files and they would distribute them accordingly. Okay. Is there anybody particular that you're looking for? I might be able to help give you some this what I know. Uh, well, there was um, there was file McFiles. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They were looking for to wrap up the file on Oriel Pellick. Okay. Um, unfortunately, uh, his file was on my desk when the office caught on fire. So you're saying you didn't have that one at home? No. So chances are that it burned. Okay. Uh, what about for Campion? Campion, if I remember correctly, he was in the. It was misfiled, but that was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own unique filing system for uh, specific individuals. Check the bottom drawer of the filing cabinet in my office. Okay. And it should be in that drawer. Okay. Why would you separate them out like that? Only certain individuals get separated out, and it's for. Uh, certain things that they're working on. Uh, and also, the, the last one was uh, Sam Fallouge. <sighs> Sam Fallouge. Um, his should have been in the normal spot. I had pulled it out that morning to look at it, but I thought I had filed it back away. I thought that was your next appointment. It was, college. and that's why I, I approached it that morning. It wasn't our first meeting together. We'd met several times before that, so I just had to refresh my mind. So I, at least I thought I had refiled Sam's Wow, but uh, it may have been on my desk as well. Just double check the... It should be in its proper place in the file cabinet. Okay. That's bizarre that you can't find his file. Yeah. I, if the Major finds out about this, you know how the yes, type I, they are I, I about know. the files. Alright. Well, thanks very much. You probably did refile it because remember your desk is not big enough for two files at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the desk is just not the office. <laughs> Such a big facility. I mean, the tiny, tiny Infinite cosmic power. big space. Itty working space. Is there anything else I can help you with? I plan on bringing the rest of these files back uh, this afternoon. Yeah, if you could just get those down here as soon as possible. Absolutely. Um, just don't, don't let the day pass. Yep. How are you doing, by the way? Uh, I'm hanging in there. Have you heard, is there any word what happens with that rogue elemental? Well, he wasn't a proxy before, so he's going to have to be sent for reprogramming. Yes. Um, I can oh. tell you that, uh... Gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That's a thing now. Oh, no. That got so much darker. <laughs> that one sentence made this so much darker. Just make sure you... <laughs> 
let people know, whoever's in charge of this, make sure they understand this elemental jumps between bodies. Because that's not a normal thing. He shakes his head over the phone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's not a normal. Uh, it is not a normal activity. You hear Chime mumbling on his breath. Cursed fire elementals. Yeah, I really don't know. I think probably Science Command is going to want to take a look at that. Yeah. See if they can find out more. Because could you imagine the like the military capability if you could forcefully push a fire elemental into like opposing troops? I I, I don't want to think about it. That is horrible. Why would you do that ever? It's the military. Oh, military is, is their business. The worst. No offense, military. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean that the worst, worst. The way the California professor meant it. it just yeah. means that... The diabolical nature of warfare is horrible. All right. Well, now we know how Jeff feels. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I don't. I don't want to think about fire elementals being used as a weapon specifically. It's bad enough that we have as many proxies out there with their temperaments that we do. That is true. A lot of them do go off the handle. All right. Well, I, I better let you get back to your. Yeah. This wrapping up this last file here, packaging it up so I can bring it back so it can be archived. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yep. So, um, are you going to take that over right away once um, you finish packaging it all up? Once I've finished packaging it all up, yeah, I'm going to take it over. I'm going to uh, head to the registrar's desk at the mm -hmm. building there. And all right. Uh, do you want to do anything after that, or I don't have anything specific that I want to do. Um, you know, chit chat with a few people, but basically okay. not nothing important. All right. Sounds fair. Well, at this point, I think we're going to go ahead and close off the episode. See you next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>